Almost every app needs data. It either stores data, retrieves data, or both. Most of us get data from a database or a hard drive. In Azure, there are many options for storing and retrieving data. And these are the data stores that you can use. There are several relational databases that store tables with rows and columns. There are document databases, also called NoSQL databases, that can store more unstructured data. And there are data stores for large amounts of data that you will use for data analytics. Just like for running an app, Azure provides options for almost every scenario. We will start by using Azure Storage. This is a collection of features that you can use to store data. Let's take a look. Azure Storage is one of the oldest and most fundamental features of Azure. Almost every service uses it in some way, and it has massive scale. Like I said, it has several storage features, including file storage that acts as a disk share, blob blob storage, where you can store large things of data, which can be images, movies, audio files, whatever, queue storage, which is a message-based system that works as a service bus, and table storage, which acts like a table with rows and columns, but is more dynamic, as each row can have different columns. A storage account can do all these things and provides many security features, like shared access signatures, which are secure URLs that are used to access the data. There are firewalls, virtual networks, and more. And of course, data encryption at rest and also in flight by securing the connection. The beauty of using Azure for your data storage is that your data is safe by default. Azure Storage has several types of redundancy that you can choose from. The most basic one, locally redundant, keeps your data in one region, but it does copy it three times within that region. Other schemes make more copies and distribute them across regions, and even make them readable from other regions. So it's very unlikely that you would ever lose your data. Cool, right? Let's see that in action. Here we are back in the Azure portal. Let's go and create an Azure Storage account. All right, here it is. Let's create one. Again, this is the Create Blade, like every service has, and it starts with selecting the subscription and resource group. Are you starting to see the pattern here? So now I need to give it a name, like this. I can choose the region that this is in. Azure has data centers in many regions, and each region contains multiple data centers. It's important to pick a region that will be close to your users and your applications to optimize performance. I can pick a performance tier. The standard tier is already very fast, so I don't need a higher one. And here I can choose the redundancy that I was talking about earlier. By the way, storing data in Azure or in any cloud service like this is very inexpensive nowadays. And let me just show you this. You can configure a lot more options around networking and security, data protection and encryption if you want. The cool feature of Azure Storage is that it has data access tiers. So hot data is more expensive and can be accessed very fast. Where cool data that you don't use often is way less expensive and is a bit slower. You can create rules to make data hot and cool or even archive it automatically. Not just a simple storage service, right? All right, let's create this thing. 
Here we go, and I'll skip to when it is done. Here we are, this is the Azure Storage account. And by the way, creating a thing like this just takes 30 seconds or a minute or so, so it's pretty fast. Here in the menu, you can see the different storage modalities. Containers is blob storage, there are file shares, queues, and tables. We will use blobs. In here are containers that can contain blobs. Think of them as folders, as they can be nested as well. I've already created the images container. There is nothing in there yet, so let's change that. All right, back to Visual Studio. This is our ASP.NET application, but now it talks to Azure Storage. Again, you can find this in the GitHub repository that comes with this course. In here, I've created a page called Azure Storage. This is the HTML for it. And don't worry if you don't completely understand this or ASP.NET for that matter. This is just to show you how an app can work with Azure. So this HTML has a form that takes a file input, this one here. And it posts that input, which will be an image to the server. Let's look at that code. This is what happens on the server. Here it is. This takes the image file, creates a file name for it, and uploads it to blob storage in Azure using the Azure storage account. It does that by creating an instance of the blob container client using the storage account name and key, which you can find in the Azure portal. And by the way, you would never put connection details in code like this as that is very dangerous. There are way better ways of doing that, which I'll explain in the next courses. This class, blob container client, comes from a NuGet package for Azure. You can find packages like these for most programming languages. It then creates a new blob client, which represents a new blob in Azure and uploads the image in the form of a stream. All right, let's run this locally to see what happens. So here it is. Okay, I can use this to select an image, this one here, and now upload it. That should be it. Okay, and now look in the Azure portal. All right, refresh this. And here is the newly created blob. Cool. It has a URL, which I can expose to the internet or not, and a bunch of other properties. So this works. I now communicate it from my local machine with Azure Storage. Cool.